It's time to go into auto reverse with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that were underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week we're going auto reverse on Trouble. So Tony, we got some got some trouble on our minds right now. I mean, we always have trouble on the minds, but not as much as we used to. Not, <laughs> but the band Trouble has been on our minds a lot for the last three weeks, and you yes. know that. Yes, it has. We've been going back and forth about Trouble, and uh, you know, it's you know, unfortunately, a little bit of it was driven by the death of uh, Eric Wagner which was not too long ago, right? It was like... Uh, no, it was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was in the, yeah, it was in the end of August. Uh, yeah. He yeah. died of COVID, 62. Um, and we were going back and forth on, because he's such a dynamic uh, singer, an iconic singer, but also, you know, the thing that... And you thought more about this internally than with me. I, I kind of was like, whatever you want to do, big guy. Um, but whether to do the skull, yeah. <laughs> whether, to do, whether to do it. <laughs> um, okay, it was keep, what, keep going. It was whether to add, to do it about trouble and the skull or just focus on trouble. And I think that, it, you know, trouble is one of those, it's a good, a good auto reverse band because they were something who were seminal in the, the metal movement, but weren't really received the notoriety. But they, they didn't have to, you know why? Why that? Because they were a sort of missing link in a way to grunge also, if you really start to think about it, right? right. If you think about especially that, like the 1990s self-titled record and then 91 Manic Frustration, I think it was 91 or 92, I can't remember, but it's also kind of like it's already it's it's informing grunge in its he, it, the heavy side of grunge but it's also informing and this is a huge leap so so right. either come with me or stay ah, behind I'll, I'll be with you it might not be close but I'll the, be, I'll the be metallica black album huh that's interesting think about it that sort of melodic edge that Metallica really achieved on that album. If you think about it, compared to everything they had done before, and don't get me wrong, what Metallica did before was amazing too. I'm just saying the more melodic, and I'm going to say a couple things here, yeah. sexy and taut, they, the, like Trouble were the sort of pioneers of that metal, that sort of heavier side, that heavier, melodic, almost psychedelic okay. side of, of metal. All right, so am I, am I going too far? Am I going too far? Here's what I would. Here's what I would come back. <laughs> no, I don't. I think it's an interesting thing that you're you're saying. I don't know if the question I would have is like, where does trouble start and where does trouble end and like Soundgarden begin? Because it's more like a Soundgarden thing than a Metallica thing. If that. No, I really do think. I, I mean, and subliminally. I was also influenced by Trouble because Hetfield would wear Trouble t-shirts all the time in that weird <laughs> It's always about a t-shirt with me. So like in 80, like 88, 89, 90, right. Hetfield was wearing Trouble t-shirts all the time. 
I had already heard about Trouble in 90, right? But subliminally, him wearing the T-shirt kept it in, you know, in the mind. It kept right. it uh, alive for me. And it kept me paying attention to them. So, because for most people, Trouble was an easy band to never have heard of. Yeah, this is a perfect way. auto yeah. reverse yeah. thing to have never have heard of. But even if they had heard of, to forgotten about quickly or just kind of been like, what the fuck is this? And honestly, like, I, the the fact that I made it through that sort of mid period of theirs, the, the, into like 90, 91, 92, 95, that period, even into plastic head, uh, green plastic head. Right. It's like I it, they showed layers and more and even more melodic abilities, which I'm sorry in metal. It's rare uh, to, to have. Well, that, so that, at least just, you know, at least back then, you're right. Like you're. Yeah, that's that, you know, because and let's let's look at it from a, a bigger or more general standpoint. Also, this is a band that actually started in 79. And, no, uh, I know, I know, and, I know. And, and, the, and, and the early stuff, the 82, 83 eight, to 87, 88 is a was always a blind spot for me, even though I owned Psalm Nine. Yeah, the Psalm first Nine. Album, yeah, I Psalm owned Nine. It. So I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like that's the the beauty of that band is that they had all these different periods and and they started a long time ago, but yet they had such a deep influence, you know? Well, to, what I was going to say is like, to your point about them kind of in obscurity, I mean, the band started in 79 and didn't really even come out with a, a, a big label. They did basically demos until 84. Mm -hmm. That's five years of demos before they even put out their album. But, you know, they got on the right label. They got on Metal Blade, which you know, impeccable taste and launching pad for many of the, the major metal bands to come up to, to kind of build, but still build, an indie, build that but movement. Still an indie. Still yeah, but, an indie at that time. Yeah, still, I mean, at that, in the 80s, they were building the movement, like with the camp. And that's the, the, yeah. that's the thing, the early 80s, the, so like up from, up until like 84, 85, Heavy metal generally was a self-released, independently oh, it was... distributed, you know, style of music. It was never like it wasn't a big thing, and like the hard and the sort of uh, like if you even think about it, like hard rock into heavy metal, or like Judas right. Priest, Scorpions into heavy metal, was still sort of miss. Yeah, and. Yeah, like your, under marketed and unmisrepresented and, I wouldn't and everything. Even call so. them, I wouldn't even call them indie because indie kind of was like the jean short, the cute jean shorts type thing. It's yeah. like they were below that. They were like underground, you know, metal. So even metal, below, metal below was, indie. Yeah, you know, it was like a like almost a sub uh, genre, you know that yeah. that at that point because it had. Like you said, it kind of even the stalwarts of Judas Priest, you know, they were one of the few that was able, and Iron Maiden was one of the few that could that weathered that year and, and came out to something yeah, that was yeah. that was on both MTV and uh, Headbangers Ball. Like the, the rest of these guys, like Trouble and them, were only probably making it on, were only on Headbangers Ball. And the, they were like the darling darlings of the underground, or or not even the darlings, just in the underground. I mean, but but you know what's funny? I didn't know this that they're considered part of the big four of doom metal, 
So it's them, it's Trouble, Candlemas, right. Pentagram, mm. and St. Vitus. I didn't, I didn't know there was a big four of doom metal until that makes i read sense. Thing. I mean, that makes sense and, although yeah like pentagram <laughs> like is where's pentagram in the 70s well the pentagram was in the 70s but kind of made records into the 80s right, they point. they yeah, were yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. like another one of those missing link bands that kind well, of they and they because that's really what we're talking about here well yeah you're right and to get back to what mm. you were saying earlier is like they are in a they are like an iconic band that basically a foundational band that basically had to suffer suffer the cuts and bruises for their art uh, because like in the 80s they you know knowing even though they made some really strong albums uh, you know they didn't really go anywhere until like Rick Rubin uh, after he you know when he started the American label uh, brought them in and kind of gave them a little bit of life support and I really like Psalm 9, uh, but Trouble is just a burner, man. Dude, Trouble, that's the thing. That's what's interesting about this band. Their early records are, to, in my opinion, and I'm sure there's fans out there that want me want to stab me in the eye when I say this, their early albums are marred by the production style. So by like this 80s production style, which sort of takes a little bit of the bite away from yeah. them and how heavy they were. But something about self-titled and even Manic Frustration, the, the one right after, on both on Deaf American, those albums are like perfect, perfect melodic, heavy metal rock. Would, like it, the perfect, like the perfect shit. All the songs are super good or like well-written, thought out, like beautiful, like awesome songs. And they're like fucking with psychedelic music in a way that's not too... It's not even obvious. It's like it's in it's it's linked into their melody. And, you know what I mean? It's like that's why I wanted to do this episode. It's like, I just think they're such an important band. I'm, you know, I'm going to say something, and you may not agree with this, but I don't even think... Hey, tell me. I don't even think Rick Rubin did a great job on that album. I think he did a better job than they had before. Like, and I would be interested, like, someone like Billy you Anderson... Think it's too, well, you think it's too slick? I, I just think, like, what happens if someone like Billy Anderson got a hold of that and really, mm -hmm. like, make... Really, like, emphasize the... the the, the darker, deeper tones mm -hmm. a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it, it had that, and I, you know, and I'm not dissing on Rick Rubin because, I mean, he, he's in, you know, one of the all-time great 
producer. But yeah, but you could diss on him anyway. Who cares? I understand that. That's why I'm doing. I'm, that's why I'm going for it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not scared by that. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that he. I just think that it's real. It's better. Like what you were saying, the production value of the first three albums, uh, the skull especially. It's just like it's okay. It's like it doesn't really do the songs that much it's a, service. It's a little. It's a little thin. It's just not. It doesn't have a bite. So the yeah. the trouble, and I think that's what got me thinking. I'm like, that's much better. But some of these songs could have had like, and I, you know, and I'm, and maybe it's because I've listened to them this week on headphones. I'm just like, that could have a little bit more punch to it. That could that the bottom end could be coming out a little bit more, you know. And again, it's nitpicky, but it's I it's still because the songs on that self-titled and manic frustration are so good that um and so catchy and so varied also that's another thing that there's they don't really play yeah, with a, for, a they lot didn't, of variation they didn't play on, with a formula on, no it's like the there's a lyrical va- uh, variation there's a melodic variation there's like so like some of the songs are more high energy then they break it down into some crazy like church ballad i mean they dude i do you yeah, I wish I could push. I wish I could project this to the the listener more. They are the fucking shit, man. Like in terms of <laughs> heavy bands, like you, like for example, like I was really into I Hate God right. uh, in the nineties, and uh, you know, like from ninety to like ninety eight, I went to like twenty other shows. I, I don't know, maybe more. Right. And and I kept saying, why do I like these guys so much? And now and now, when I really look back and think about it. It's because a lot of their things were like sort of trouble-ish riffs, like they were channeling trouble, even though it was like like there was distortion and all these like layers, almost like Jesus and Mary Chain, all these like layers of shit on top of their sound. But in, in, the essential part of it was coming from like the trouble thing. The same goes for like uh, COC's uh, Deliverance, right, and Wise Blood right. Records, there and or da- the first Down record. It's like it, all that stuff is channeling that that sort of early to mid period yeah. trouble sound. All of it is, and you, you, and anyone all who's about heavy metal knows yeah. this. They know this if they really pay attention. Yeah. So you're saying that a bunch everyone from New Orleans is a rip off artist in the metal scene. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, that's I'm not kidding. what I'm trying to say. I'm kidding. They pick the right. Thing to right. channel no, I'm is just what I, is, I'm I guess kidding. that's what I'm trying I'm to kidding. say. I didn't, so, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know how people love Black Sabbath. You I know, do right? know how like people, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, and that's cool to love Black Sabbath. I think Black Sabbath are the best, but it's also super cool to love Trouble and decide like I'm gonna ride this horse in this race. It's like that's like that's like next level in my book. Right, right. And, you know, um, I didn't even know, you know, I, for whatever reason, I didn't know they were from the Midwest. I didn't know they were from Illinois. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> That's oh, crazy. Aurora. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Midwesterner over there. Well, you're dude, nitpicking. Like if so, no, but if someone <laughs> told me I was from Cleveland, I'm like, no, I'm actually from Akron. <laughs> dude, what is if someone called like you from Jersey? You said, oh, t- you know, t- I know. from what Jersey, if said City, I was Jersey from, uh, City. What if somebody said I was from Parsippany or something? Yeah, I get it. I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah, it. Yeah. You get your yeah, cackles yeah. up a little bit. Um, <laughs> this is the best episode. <laughs> um, 
what you know the thing uh you know and i to to your point about their influence is like and you know giving metal the station a lot of people when they have when the musicians come the most of the musicians who have a show invariably play a trouble song even if they was thrash or anything or it doesn't matter if their background's more thrashy or whatever or black metal they i mean everyone seems to play i've rarely i don't think i've listened to a show and at some point they don't play a trouble song and it's a very like you said there's you know it's kind of like the op somewhat the opposite of voivod but the same kind of spirit in terms yeah, of yeah it, it's, it's, so, it's, it's so ahead of its time and unique and yeah. And just like kind of like going on their own. Yeah, it's tangent. like tangent. Like it's a yeah, yeah. The spirit of adventuresomeness is a little bit stronger yeah. in Voivod, but you could tell that these guys are like, this is what we're going to do, and fuck it. And it's just that fearless. You can feel like a little bit of this is what. It's we're, a fearlessness. This yeah. is a fearlessness. A pr- uh, it's almost like a pride thing. Yeah. They're prideful of 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 the, that they can out muscle you in this sort of heavy riff. Uh, melodic daisy chain of wonderfulness. Yeah, they're the ma- they're the masters, and and it's like I dare, like you know when people are hanging out at a dirty old bar and they're like oh my, and there's a bunch of metalheads in there and they're like trying to play shit. I'm like play that. Yeah, play that. Don't play some other shit. Don't, don't play, fuck around. Don't play Run to the don't Hills. Don't play some. Yeah, I don't want to hear Run to the Hills. Play Trouble. Play some Trouble. Play Trouble. trouble pr- play a deep cut from some Trouble. Play a deep cut from Trouble and actually feel the roar of some motorcycles and some possible, yeah, put, it's like of some assaults, maybe put, some assaults put over some a black shade. Yeah, put, put some black, <laughs> put some black shades of doom on and just call it a fucking put night. Put it on. Call, call it a night. <laughs> And don't even try to front on me. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but, you know, we talk about Eric Wagner's vocals, but, dude, like, Franklin and, like, the Franklin and Rick Mortel's oh, guitars. And, and I think, you know, they they make a note that the band really took, when they added, uh, what's it, Barry Stern for the self-title mm-hmm. album, like, it, his drumming did make a difference, too. You talk about the production, but I think they all, the drumming took a big... Uh, jump when Barry Stern. Came oh, when he joined, yeah, when he joined the guy yeah. from uh, Zeotrope. I think he was in Zeotrope. Yeah, maybe I have, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, I mean, he was more like progressive and like more, I don't, just better. I don't no, know, I just, I, I, I would say more in line with what they were trying with their music and gave it, yeah, yeah. And, and gave it like and gave it a little, a lot more of a. You know, gave it a lot more of a um, a, a swing. Yeah, I mean, it was like yeah, yeah, it was very kind of like, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, because I'm reading this book, Sympathy for the Drummer. It's about Charlie Watts. It's a really fucking good book. <laughs> uh, but it's got to be good. But he but he talks about him like if you're if you're <laughs> they do this or, or Ornette Coleman quote if you're playing with. If you're playing with the drummer, it's rock and roll. If the drummer's playing with the band, that's jazz. And I think that that, like Charlie Watt, Charlie Watt, and this, and also, um, you know, Barry Stern played with the band more than everyone's following him. And I think that's right. And it it brought the stuff out. It brought, especially the riffs, and they have some really cool changes uh, that they 
um, that they put in their songs that really kind of come out from, um, you know, Black Shades of Doom is one, but like Psalms Night, like they all, and even the bat, like they do interesting stuff that where it's not, it, it's the, the, what the band or the guitarists or the vocalists are trying to do is being kind of formed around that and it kind of shapes it a lot better rather than something being a really tight band with someone who's just playing, you know, to keep, keeping the rhythm. That song they have on uh, self-titled uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I can't oh, stop listening to that song. Well, the song that you played on your show, The Wolf, like, that's just fucking, oh. that song's so great, too, off that. It's just, it's just like, they're almost like these wonderful little short stories in the form of a, you know what I mean? It's got, like, a sort of middle, like, middle earth, you know, like, it's it's got this thing it's like it, it's uh he's they're creating a he's creating a sort of like uh like a myth sort of thing with within their songs and and if um if, if correct me if i'm wrong but apparently the early stuff also had a sort of catholic uh, yeah you know that religious was, element they were it. called i saw like in wikipedia like they were considered like a christian metal band for mm-hmm. at some at one point i'm like really yeah and, yeah, and they may mention but like it's I, part. It's part of it's part of the great storytelling. It's like I'm not. I don't think they were by the time they made self titled and manic frustration. I think they were, if they were fucking around with that sort of thing, they were they were over it by then. But it's but it's sort of still part of their music. It's like this kind of, I don't know. They're like parables about like being a loser, like and a yeah, wolf. It, yeah, yeah. It seemed like more more the type of. Well, you know, it reflected the viewpoint of someone who was on the outside, which at that point, especially during the 80s, was a metal. People, yeah. If you were a, a fan of metal, you were definitely on the outside. I remember getting left out of conversations once I brought in, talked about any kind of metal band, even if it was mm-hmm. someone as, you know, a, you know, entry point as Black Sabbath. People were like, yeah, but what about Van Halen? You know, they would just go, they would go, yeah. they wouldn't the darker deeper you would stuff. aim high they would aim low well they it was just like we were i think people were there i think their crossbow had like a lot of different flourishes on it and i was just it was a stick and a bow and it was much yeah. more stripped down and you know i think you know and again like i think that was one of the things in the 80s that made it and that it suffered because there wasn't as many outlets. You had to tap into someone who knew someone who knew someone that had that could give you access or in, insight into these albums. And you know there was cassette exchanges, and oh, yeah, there was and, trading, and, yeah. and tape trading and that like tape trading and all that other shit, and certain underground magazines that would talk about it. But you had to have someone to be able to show you, had you to that seek it out you had to seek it you out had if to, you were uh, if yeah you had to seek it out whereas today it's a lot more accessible so you can kind of really yeah. you can really just savor it but like yeah i mean it, it's that kind of outsider you know back to your thing about the lyrically it was outside um you know what you know what the outsider their lyrics seem to me that when i catch them because i'm usually just you know get kind of focusing on what they're, they're rhythmically doing and riff-wise. But it's like, it does sound like it's a lot of outsider, you know, downtrodden and, you know, yeah. kick to the curb type shit. Um, you know, yeah, and I, and, and, I, and I like I like those sort of tropes. As long as you, 
you tell the story in a in a entertaining and hooky and kind of like pleasing yeah. way and that's something that fucking trouble has now yeah and you're which right which uh, most bands can never reach that level of of being you know they could like they it's like a lot of like you you know this like yeah. making music is hard and mm. like there's some there's like an e there's an ease to them that I don't hear in a lot of bands. Well, there's also like the, you know, and it, and for me, I never like music where people are looking down at their feet when they're while they're talking about you know like I, well mm-hmm. um you know I'm just a bill, like they talk yeah it's like they're talking from their viewpoint with some source of pride with their shoulders back right and, right and they're right. and they're for me that's always been like someone's understanding their vulnerabilities but they're not they're not afraid to kind of put it in kind of coarse terms. And dealing with it head on rather than kind of like, oh shit, why is my life so sucky? And I'm gonna jump on my Vespa and go drive around with, and find a new sweater at a, at a at a used clothes store. It's like that kind of shit. Like I, I'm like I I don't whatever. Uh, you know what I was gonna ask you. <laughs> They're you, redeeming. That's the thing about Trump. Uh, I just, They're I, redeeming. I, they I like, redeem themselves by the end of the song. I think. Yeah, I don't mind you saying life sucks, but you gotta like still act like you're moving forward. Like the per yeah, 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 yeah. Sitting in the corner crying about it doesn't help. Um, at least you know why you know on the playlist you 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 left out something from their last three albums. Have you heard? Like I haven't, so I'm asking this as someone who oh the last I'll, three I'll albums. I'll tell you why. I'll tell I'll tell you why it wasn't available. I don't think. Oh. Oh, you mean the last three, like the last, Plastic like, Greenhead, since... Simple Mind, and the Distortion that, Is that on, is that on, um, streaming? Because it, it wasn't when I did the playlist. Uh, you know what, maybe it's, let's see, let me see right now. I, I won't take up too much of this. It, like, no, I, no, 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 no. Like, it, it, it may not be, um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, w- I would have put stuff from Plastic Greenhead on That's for what sure, I was... but, but I, it wasn't, it wasn't right. available to me. Right, maybe that's well, a, hey maybe we've encountered that problem again where it's in one territory but not in the other yeah interesting we've we've had this problem before yeah it's true I, I mean we could I could look at that and if there's if it's on mine and not yours then then you should put those songs on there yeah yes. for sure why not yeah why not me <laughs> Uh, so I think that's a, like, again, this is a, a fun band. The playlist is even in the form that it is now, it's still a banging playlist. Uh, 32 songs of pure fucking metal goodness. I would even say heavy rock goodness. I don't even know how much, yeah. you know, especially the early stuff is more in, but, um, let us know. What or you just th- goodness. Music yeah. goodness. Yeah. There's a lot of yum, a lot of yum going on in those songs. <laughs> Um, and I've listened to the playlist multiple times. I know everyone's like, oh, yeah, you always say that. But no, I mean, like, literally, like, more less for, like, education and more just from pure entertainment. It's like such a, there's so many great songs. Uh, but we'd like to know what you think. So give us a, uh, a an email at uh, autoreversepod at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Love to hear from you. And if you want, have anyone else we you know want us to check out metal or otherwise, because uh, yeah, we're always looking for suggestions. We're not, we have right. a lot of yeah, we have a lot of to choose from, but it's always good to get good prod and you know poke into it a direction, right, Tony? I I, I love someone telling me what to do. 
Oh, we're both married, so <laughs> and with kids, we get told what to do all the time. So if you want to, all the you, time, you want to be on that list, then you're gonna be joining some good company. All right. Well, until next time. All right. Peace. Rosemary should be